Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey there. Welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie Lafrac, and I have started this podcast about 32 times. I, um, I don't think it's because I want to be perfect. I just think I'm... Uh, probably like you, a little bit fried from the holidays. So if you're listening in real time, it's a brand new year. It is 2024. We have the holidays behind us and a brand new year ahead of us. And I want to tell you what I did in December to lead up to what I'm going to talk about today. And I did not make an intentional goal to do this, but it's what happened. I went on a little bit of a bender. And not the kind that you might think. I did not go on a drinking bender or a spending bender. Oh, I probably spent more than I wanted to on the holidays. But I went on a little bit of a decluttering bender. And I'm sure probably started with some rage cleaning, which is what I do when I just get mad, right? That's how I deal with my own whatever feelings, frustrations, is just go clean something, go throw things away, go throw other people's things away. That's what really makes me happiest. Um, But it then kind of sparked into, all right, as the month is progressing and there's Hanukkah and there's Christmas and there's decorations, the tree, the ornaments, like all the stuff, more stuff. And then things are coming into the house. I have presents and wrapping and trying to hide things. And I'm going into the attic and now I'm looking around the attic. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tackle a lot of decluttering Um, and I did start with some easy stuff. Let me be very clear. I noticed that I was putting off my own things. It's a lot easier to go into my kids' closets, uh, the drawers, go into the attic, go into the kitchen, the junk drawer. It's a lot easier to go and toss other people's things. That's what I did notice. And today is all about weight loss lessons from decluttering. So I'm super excited. It took me a little while to figure out why I was so pumped up about my decluttering and how I really... I found a lot of parallels to decluttering and weight loss that I had personally not considered at all. I don't consider myself a decluttering expert and organize You know, I've read the Marie Kondo book, right? And sometimes I find myself looking at a piece of clothing or shoes and asking myself if it brings me joy. It's it's interesting. Um, One of the coaches who works with me in self-made, one of her specialties is in organizing and decluttering. And obviously she's a map and she's also a map shouldn't say obviously, maybe you don't know. She's a master weight loss coach. And so that she works with me on weight loss inside of self-made. But it's so interesting that this is the first time that I have really experienced a lot of the tie-ins between decluttering and weight loss. And it's been great. I was really amped out, amped up about it, which is probably why I had to start and stop this podcast a thousand times because I was going in all different directions and being my typical ADHD self. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be 
starting off the new year in a very wrong way, a very ramble, rambling on way. So I have collected from my brain some weight loss lessons that I learned from decluttering that I think will be helpful even if you do not want to declutter necessarily. Maybe it's just tackling a few things, okay? So I also want to be clear, I still have many other things to do. My house is not decluttered. <laughs> it's still going. It's a ongoing process, which is a lot like weight loss. I don't, it's, we don't lose weight that one time. We don't reach that certain number on the scale. We don't reach that clothing size. We don't exercise for six months and then, okay, I've exercised enough. I have stored up enough exercise that I never have to do this again. The really big overarching takeaway for me was, aha, right? This decluttering is like a process. It goes, you know, you open that junk drawer and it's very easy to remove the low hanging fruit. Like, oh, there's a gum wrapper in here or there's a, you know, broken pen. There's some random, you know, my kids have all of those fidgets and mo uh, mochis and weird, like little things they would have gotten at birthday parties that I don't know, you know, I hate buying those things for those little uh, goodie bags, but a lot of that stuff in junk drawers. And that stuff's easy to get rid of. I have no emotions about them. I don't ever think they'll be useful. It's easy. But you know what? Then I shut the drawer and I move on to something else or move on to the next drawer or next project or forget about decluttering. But I go back to that drawer and now I'm going to next level it, right? Now I'm going to look a little bit harder. Now I'm going to be a little bit more discerning. And that's what I think is so, such a great parallel with weight loss is that you start where you start, wherever you are, you start. And as, as it goes on, you might be in a place where you're going to dig, dig a little deeper, go a little harder, level up, skill up, change something, figure out something. And you will get a little bit further along in the process. You will learn new things. You will have a less cluttered junk drawer. You'll have less junk in your trunk. <laughs> That's also what I figured out. There seems to be, and then I looked it up. I did. I'm like, okay, there's got to be something to it. There's a statistic that says 77% of overweight people also um, have a clutter issue or something like that. I mean, that sounds kind of rant. How would they ever know? But there is a correlation, a high correlation between weight and clutter, literally too much junk in the trunk. Like we're collecting, we're consuming. And when I say we, I include myself in that too. And I'm going to get into some of the things I discovered. And of course, what I would hope from every single podcast is that you get one thing that is useful. Just one thing. It doesn't have to be a whole, all of the, all of the tips and all of the tricks and all of the techniques and strategies and do exactly what I say. Maybe there's just one thing here that hits home for you. And so when you go back into your office or your house, your kitchen, you might tackle something. You might take a look around. You might get that awareness, that 30,000 foot view on your own environment. I also want to say, um, it's for me, I did I already mention, I might've already mentioned this. I love throwing things out. I do. All right. And I'll get more into that where you might have people in your family who don't. Um, in my house, well, I have kids, which, you know, I have two 10 year olds and 
they, kids don't throw things out, right? They, they don't. Things that are in the attic, all of a sudden they want to play with, you know, the Paw Patrol set that they had six years ago. So it's a parent's job, right? To parent that. I don't expect my kids to know how to go through their closet and, you know, make the pile of clothes that don't fit anymore. I have to do that with them. And that's fine. That gives me a sense of, you know, what needs to be replaced or, you know, we're not going to keep buying clothes that you don't wear. I mean, it's, it's a parent's job, but you might have other people in your house, a spouse or a roommate, a parent, a sibling, somebody else that you share a space with, and they might have, you know, different ideas on what to keep and what to throw out. And then you'll have to like, wait till they go to work (laughs) anyway, (laughs) so that I do not get a divorce because of a podcast. I'm just going to go through my list. Okay. So weight loss lessons from decluttering. And I think it's a perfect time of year. It's the beginning of a new year. And I think most of us have this idea that we want to make things easier and more simple and more streamlined and, you know, chop away the excess and get right down to it. And I think that's a big part of decluttering is if you want to make your weight loss simple, if you want to make your weight loss easy, if you want to make it a clear path, we don't need more stuff in our way. So number one, your environment matters a lot. And in some cases, you know, we could say your environment is just the circumstance. There's some things we might not be able to control around our environment. If you know, if there's a snowstorm and you're snowed in and that's part of your environment, well, okay, you may not be able to control that. But looking at the things that you can control, the foods that you bring in, the amount of things that you store in a pantry, the things you keep out on your countertop, that all is going to factor in to your weight loss. And I know for myself, I was like literally going through drawers, cabinets, the freezer, and just being ruthless. I did. I had to. And even if I looked at things and I'm like, wow, you know, I, and I'll get into this as well. There's always that feeling of, I shouldn't throw that away, right? For whatever reason, but your environment matters. What you surround yourself with, what you see on a daily basis can trigger us. If I walk into my house and I keep wine on the counter, or I keep a bowl of candy, or I keep the cookie jar. That's part of our environment that is going to give us a visual cue, a visual reminder to eat the cookies, to have the candy, to open that bottle of wine. And so I'm not telling you to, you know, throw away everything, never bring anything into your house, but as much as you possibly can, and I want to put the ball in your court, you probably have a lot of a lot of say over what comes into the house and where it goes. And it is very calming and freeing and relaxing to not have these distractions, to not even have, you know, your air fryer out on the counter, to have things put away. Okay. Environment matters. When I think about helping women lose weight, when I think about troubleshooting what is in the way of their weight loss, a lot of times we're just putting ourselves in an environment that's just surrounded by cookies and candies and ice cream, right? I'm doing my work in the kitchen at the kitchen counter on my laptop. It's six, seven o'clock at night. It's getting dark. I'm in the kitchen. That's a problem. That's part of my That's me not controlling my environment. So if I'm still going to be on my laptop, maybe I should take it somewhere else. Or you know what? 
get out of there, close the laptop and walk away. And environment is going to um, be a big factor, whoever you are. You live in an apartment, you live in a house, you have roommates, control what you can control. If you cannot dictate what's on the counter or in the refrigerator or in the pantry, then take yourself out of that environment. Go do your work in a bedroom or at a coffee shop or go somewhere else. Put put yourself in another environment. Number two, it is very easy to overconsume. (laughs) It is to overbuy, to purchase more food than we need, more books than we can ever read, more clothes than we will ever wear, and just more stuff. More, more, more. We are marketed to constantly to buy and have all the things. And that's a big realization I had in decluttering, that you can just literally collect things that you will never use, you will never wear, you don't even know exist, especially if you have an attic or you have a storage unit, you have a basement, you have a lot of closets, you have a lot of drawers, you pack things away and then you don't look at it again. And it is easy. It's in many cases, it's kind of like the American way. It's more is more is more. And one of the things I think that happens in this decluttering process, which brings me to number three, is that it is pretty easy to judge ourselves. I know that I definitely was like, ew, yuck. Like, this is not, like, I don't even want to add up in my head how much money is in my attic, right? If I, tur- if I just blinked my eyes or closed my eyes and just imagined that the, the boxes and the piles of toys and clothes and whatever else is up there were just stacks of money, I'd be like, oh my God, look at all this stuff just sitting there. So it's easy to feel bad about it, right? You feel bad, you feel guilty, you feel ashamed. You know, why did I buy this? Or, you know, what is it doing here? I can't possibly throw it out or somebody gave it to me or it has value, it's worth this. Uh, you know, all this stuff. There's a lot of, I, I did notice a lot of thoughts and feelings I had, especially when I noticed that I was putting off my stuff last. Like I was very willing to throw away other people's things, <laughs> to to gather up other people's things, but not my own because it's a lot of feelings. And it's easy then for the feelings to stop us in our tracks. Okay. But here's the thing. It's normal to have feelings. So feelings are going to come and they're going to go. You're allowed to feel bad or guilty or ashamed or overwhelmed in this process. I think it's a great exercise in getting to know yourself and being able to declutter anyway. I also want to point out that decluttering doesn't mean just put everything in a trash bag, everything, and don't look at it or think about it or come back to it, right? You don't have to do it all in one fell swoop. Like as if you're going into someone else's house and none of it's yours and you were just literally emptying out a house. And I'll get a little bit more into that. But when I really think about weight loss and the weight loss lessons about decluttering, I get it. We do have a lot of feelings about, you know, food or eating or somebody offered it to me someone made it for me I should eat this they you know I don't want them to feel bad if I say no and I think this is all decluttering is a really safe way to get to know yourself 
chances are you're probably doing it by yourself anyway. There's nobody, you know, unless you're doing it, you know, you could, I think there are these decluttering coaches that actually will come to your house or somebody, maybe it's a sibling or a friend will come with you and do it. But by and large, you can take as long as you want to do this. There is no time limit because it's never going to be 100% done anyway. And I think it's a very, a very soul cleansing exercise um, on all levels. Number four, speaking of people pleasing thoughts, feelings, judging yourself, and all of the yuck that comes with decluttering, um, I did kind of have this revelation that a lot of people, if you were brought up in the clean plate club, you're probably somebody who hates to waste things and feels that you have to clean your plate. You can't throw anything away. It will be wasting food, wasting time, wasting money, wasting, wasting things. And we get a lot of feelings tied up when it comes to decluttering because we don't want to waste something that it costs money. But here's the thing. There's a cost to keeping things that no longer serve you. There's a cost to having tons of boxes and files and who knows what, right? If you have a storage unit, there's an actual physical cost, like an actual bill that you're paying every single month for that storage unit. You're taking up time, energy, and space to manage more stuff. If you have to move, if you have to renovate, if you have to, you know, have somebody move in or move out, there's just more stuff. And we're going to probably get more presents or we're going to buy new clothes this year, right? We're going to keep adding things. And so a very good way to work into how do I get past this? I don't want to throw anything away. I don't want to waste anything that costs money is when you bring something new into your house, you get that new sweater or a new pair of shoes, you get a new coat. Can you at least find one thing that you're willing to trade out for it? You go bring your old coat to Goodwill or the Salvation Army. Do it in small increments. And also, you know, you're not wasting something if you're able to donate it. If it's still in good shape, if someone else is able to use it, you're actually helping someone rather than keeping something that you're not using, that you don't like, that you would never buy again. And that's, um, that is something I use when I'm looking at clothes, even if they're, even if they fit me, even if they're stylish in fashion, I could wear it, but I ask myself, would I wear this again? Would I buy this again? Would I spend money on this again, right? Would I buy this again, I think is the question. And if the answer is no, why am I holding on to it, right? It's because I feel like I spent money on it. But you know what? I could go and bless someone with that. There's somebody out there who does need the coat, the sweater, the shirt, right? And it is a process of getting over, like just the clean plate club. A lot of women I work with who want to lose weight have a really hard time not cleaning the plates, not, they don't want to leave a bite behind. They have to eat it off. And there's way, there's ways to work around that. You get a smaller plate. You could do it that way. And the same thing is allow yourself only a certain amount of purchases every month, right? You, you could strategize on ways to help you buy less, accumulate less, 
keep less. Number five, something I kind of noticed with decluttering, and I say this a lot with weight loss, because a lot of women will say to me, I, I need a lot of variety. I can't lose weight because I get bored easily. I need to have a lot of different kinds of foods. Working out gets really boring. You know, everything gets very boring. I need a lot of variety. And I realized, you know, we really don't need or use as much stuff as we think we would, right? We have more variety at our fingertips. How many different pairs of shoes do you have? How many different sweaters? How many different coats and dresses? Like how much stuff do you have? How many different pairs of earrings do you have? You can, first of all, only wear, or you, you know, can only wear so much at any given time. But I have noticed a trend, right? You probably have your favorite pair of sneakers. You found those Nike Airs and then you love them until you bought another pair. And then when they changed the color, you bought that. You always wear the L'Oreal black eyeliner, okay? You've tried other ones, but that's your tried and true. Most of us actually, as much as we think we need and desire and have to have so much variety and so much stuff and so many different things to keep us entertained, it's really not true. We usually end up wearing the same colors, the same kind of clothes, wear the same eyeliner, we eat the same breakfast four times out of seven every week. And so decluttering definitely helps you confront some of the bullshit our brain offers us about why weight loss is hard or why weight loss is not easy or why weight loss is complicated or why we're not losing weight is that we need so much variety. And you can, within your own likes, make a little bit of variety, right? If you have a a pair of sneakers that you like, but you got it in four different colors, there's your variety. You know the sneakers fit. You know that they're comfortable. You know that you could walk or run in them. Perfect. Why buy? Why go out and buy other brands or other makes and models of things that maybe they hurt your feet. Maybe they're not very practical. Maybe you'll never work out in those. And it's the same thing with eating food. Yes, our brain offers this idea to us that we need so much variety. But if you wrote down everything that you ate, I shouldn't say that. We just came out of the holidays. This week, write down everything you eat. Everything. And you'll probably notice it's a lot of the same stuff. Maybe in a week or two, instead of a turkey sandwich, maybe you'll have an egg salad sandwich. Instead of, you know, the light balsamic salad dressing, maybe you'll switch it up to oil and vinegar. Maybe, you know, we make little tweaks along the way, but by and large, what we eat at meals is generally the same. And so when we're shopping and buying and storing and keeping all of these things, we don't need them. We don't use them. And that is also a way for us to understand before I buy it, before I say, oh, I have to have it, right? Those impulse, you know, purchases, the online shopping, the, you know, keeping things that aren't our style anymore, keeping things that aren't us anymore, that aren't part of our identity. It is okay to let it go, right? It's even if it comes back in style, if it's not your style, you don't need it by and large you can have the same type of outfits, you know, and you want to dress it up. It's a different, you know, jacket or if it's a different t-shirt color, but by and large, most of us as humans stick to the same thing. Once we find what is our, you know, comfort level for most of our, and like I say, Simon Cowell wears a V-neck t-shirt every single time he's on TV and this man is worth a bazillion dollars. He could buy and wear anything he wants, all the variety, but he he does the tried and true. Same with, you know, I could point to 
Richard Branson, uh, jeans and a button-down T-shirt. I could part, point to Mark Zuckerberg. I could point even probably to females who have the same type of plug-and-play. They don't, as much as they could have variety, and there is variety, they stick to the things that work, and they simplify it, and they keep it super easy. And speaking of that, number six, less is more. Less is more. More is not more. More just creates more clutter, more bills, more overwhelm, more guilt, and the, like we're collecting. We're just collecting things. It is, I, I really felt in the decluttering process so much freer and so much lighter. And bringing things into the house when I was doing all of the Christmas and Hanukkah shopping, and I just felt heavier and I felt very disorganized and I felt out of my routine. And so there is something to be said about less is more, right? And you could be, you know, saving space. You could be saving money. You could be saving, you know, the ass ache of having to declutter more and more down the road. Number seven, your family doesn't have to be on board, right? Just like they don't have to be on board with your weight loss. Nobody else but you has to be on board. Nobody is going to do it for you anyway. And it doesn't matter what they think. I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not saying you should go and throw out everybody's stuff because that's probably going to be a problem. I know the urge to do it um, because especially if you live with people who are pack rats and they are hoarders and they don't want to, they have, you know, their fifth grade report card and they're a 55 year old man or woman. You're like, okay, nobody cares what books you read in fifth grade. Um, but somehow they do. And if they find out that you threw it away, that might be a problem. But think about just taking care of your stuff, your clothes, your files, your books, the hair products, the makeup, the skincare, all the stuff. And I get it. One of the things I did also notice, especially in my weight loss journey, when I wasn't feeling particularly good about myself, I would buy more makeup. I would buy more hair care. I would buy more, you know, skin care. I would buy more shoes. I'd buy more pocketbooks. I'd buy more things to make me feel better, except they didn't make me feel better. They didn't, right? I, I had other issues. It wasn't, I, my issue wasn't lack of pocketbooks. My issue wasn't lack of sneakers. It, it was also that I, I didn't want to buy new clothes, I had clothes that didn't fit me. I didn't feel confident getting dressed. I didn't feel confident in my body. I didn't like how I looked or how I felt. And so it is normal for us then to look for these external things that we could bring in to get that little hit of dopamine, to get that little hit of joy, right? Is to feel like, oh, I got a new lipstick. I got new nails, new nail color. I got new earrings, right? All these things to dress myself up, but yet I don't really tackle me, myself. What is really going on on the inside, right? I could wear, you know, the newest makeup. I could have a new curling iron. I could have all of the different, you know, soaps and shampoos, but at the end of the day, that is really not helping me lose weight or figure out why I'm not losing weight. It's just cluttering up the problem I don't want to face. And number eight, clutter. Speaking of things like dopamine and hormones, clutter, because it, it does increase stress, 
you might also find that subsequently it increases your cortisol levels. The more stress we have, the more overwhelmed and, you know, sort of, you know, uh, fenced in and like, I can't even think straight. I can't even breathe. I look around and I'm like, what is all this stuff? And, you know, I can keep bringing more stuff in and yet I don't feel any better. It's actually doing the reverse. It's making me feel overwhelmed and not even, you know, not even that dopamine hit that I loved. I got happy when I bought the coach bag or the new wallet or the new belt, all that stuff then just sits there in the closet and stares at you. And decluttering can help you feel like literally you can finally breathe, that you have space and room, not just physically in your environment, but actually to think, actually to figure out some things about yourself, right? The decluttering experience I find is um, magical in that way. Number nine Um, and I've said this probably throughout decluttering can really help you feel more in control, even though, right. Lots of things can be going on in your, in your life, in the world, outside of our houses with other people, but in that moment, right. So so sometimes what we do is we end up eating, overeating, mindless eating habitually. We just eat to feel in control or to feel, a little bit of joy or to avoid feeling frustrated or tired or resentful. However, I found decluttering, right? Even little, just one drawer or one rack of clothes or one box or one whatever, one little tiny corner, one little part of the closet or the house was that same feeling, except it didn't cost me any calories. I didn't consume 500 calories of, you know, M&Ms. Instead, I was making a bag of trash or making a bag of donations. And it gave me time and space away from the kitchen and away from putting things in my mouth and gave me time to think. And even if I started some of these projects in my rage cleaning, my raging way, I felt very calm and relaxed afterwards. Even if I didn't finish the project, right? Even if I left a bag and said, okay, this bag is half full. I am going to leave it here because tomorrow I can fill up that trash bag. Number 10, it is a very gradual process. You're not, first of all, you're not going to declutter. You're not going to organize. You're not going to clean your whole house. I don't care how big or how small it is all at once and then never again, right? Just like we have to constantly, you know, make food, put away food, clean up food, clean the kitchen. And we constantly have to brush our teeth. We constantly have to brush our hair or go to bed or take a, like we're doing a lot of things automated. And so it's a very gradual process. It is a lot like weight loss where we open that junk drawer and we start with just a few of the easy things to throw away. And then we come back to it at another time when I can make more decisions, when I can make faster decisions, when I can get through this quicker, when I'm not bogged down with emotions or feeling guilty about throwing things away, right? I can up-level my declutter game. I can up-level my weight loss game. As I go along, I get better at this. I do it faster. I don't have as much stuff, and I am much smarter about what I bring into the house, how much food I buy, what kind of food I buy, the junk food I'll buy, the junk food I won't buy. I take more control knowing that this is my house, my environment, my kitchen, my closet, 
I do have control. And if I buy something because I think it's going to make me feel better, I have to remember that is only a short-lived joy. But I love the analogy between the process of decluttering and the process of weight loss. We're not going to always be decluttering every single day. (laughs) We're not. Just like we're not every single day, every single week, every single month for the rest of your life. If your goal is to lose weight, well, we're not always going to be cutting calories or cutting certain things or we're not always in the season of weight loss. We might be in the season of maintenance. Same thing with decluttering. It's not every single day for the rest of my life am I going to walk around with a white trash bag. Although maybe, I mean, it was really fun, so maybe I will, but I don't think so. Like I didn't today, for example. Um, So it is gradual and it gets easier and it is uh, just like your weight loss process. We ne- we're never completely done, uh, but we do have a lot of control over how fast or how slow we want to go um, and, how, and what we want to create. Number 11, simplifying your weight loss is a lot about decluttering. You don't need tons of kitchen gadgets, fancy containers, the, the newest food scale, new measuring cups, more recipes, new diet books, more tracking apps, like all of the stuff. Like I know that you probably are thinking about 2024. I have to get that, you know, Ninja Foodie ice cream maker. I need a Vitamix blender. I need a new coffee machine. I need a new, you know, I need a new shaker cup. I need a new water bottle. I, you know, water bottles. That is something that is a, that's a clutter in my house. It's definitely a fight around here about water bottles, but it's it's a similar topic, but it's very easy to be collecting a lot of this stuff. I need more stuff in order for me to lose weight. I need to have the pressure cooker and the slow cooker and the Instapot and the, uh, whatchamahoosits air fryer. I need all this stuff. And the reality is you don't. Is some of it nice to have? Sure. But how much stuff do you already have in your cabinets, in your closets that you don't use on a regular basis? I really, um, my goal with Unfuck Your Weight Loss and my free Facebook group, uh, if you're not already there, please go there. It's Food, Fitness, Fat Loss for Women Over 40, my program, Self Made. It's all about helping you simplify weight loss. And some of that does come down to uh, troubleshooting it, right? Figuring out what are the triggers, where, where do we see some of these patterns coming up? And it's so interesting that a lot of it is stuff that we stop seeing. Just like clutter, we stop seeing it. We're so used to walking into our own kitchen or walking into our bathroom and opening that cabinet and seeing 600 bottles, stuff that has been in there for four years. Um, it can be really helpful, especially in this new year, rather than add more things in, ask yourself, what can I remove? What can I take away? What can I have less of, right? And you will find by removing, uh, decluttering, throwing away, you will see much more clearly and that will actually add back into your life. That will add more space and more peace and more calm and probably more money. When we're not buying more things that we're not using, or that they don't live up to, you know, the hype or, you know, 
the dopamine hit is gone and now I'm just surrounded with more stuff that doesn't really help me with my weight loss. You don't need more stuff in order to lose weight. All right, my friends, this has been, um, it's a little off tangent, right? I'm not, I'm not known as the decluttering queen, uh, but I found it so, oh, just, just really felt good and a great month to do it in December as I felt really, I was getting a little bit overwhelmed, bringing more things in. You know, you probably had the same thing as your, you know, tree is going up and the ornaments and the decorations and the kids are home and there's presents and wrapping paper and crap everywhere. It's really nice to get rid of stuff. And I think it'll be really helpful um, to be patient with yourself and this process and see what thoughts and feelings come up. You're human. Uh, I think it would be, I think you'd have to be a robot to literally just blindly uh, throw everything away um, and not have thoughts and feelings about it. So I'm looking forward to a wonderful brand new year with you. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next week. You're a smart woman. You're accomplished. You run your house, a business, manage people, you manage money, you take care of the kids. Maybe you take care of your parents. You make all the plans, take care of the pets, you run the world, and often feel like you do do it all. And there is just one thing you may have not yet mastered. Though it's not because you haven't tried. It's not because you don't have enough discipline or willpower, many women, and maybe you can relate, feel like they do not have time or should not take or allocate any time for their own needs. Plus, two other things, dieting and being in our 40s and 50s may have created some hormonal instability And you might not have figured out how to handle all of life's ups and downs, how to not eat and drink your feelings. So if you're 39 to 59 plus and you're ready for permanent weight loss results without giving up all of your favorite foods or locking yourself up for 12 weeks at a time or bringing your own food to every occasion like that purse chicken, (laughs) let's make this year the one where you lose the weight in a new way. My coaching program, Self Made, is for all things metabolism, mindset, and making shit happen. Yes, we have weekly accountability, one on one coaching, and all the tools, techniques, and strategies I have used to create a lifestyle that is not another full time job of dieting. So if you'd like to set up a free strategy call and find out if this is what you want, please go ahead and grab a spot in my personal calendar. The link is in the notes below. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.